Hey guys, Adam with Splendid Sports, back for another three and three. This is number 29. Happy to be joined by Dave, Blue Jacket 66. Hello, Dave. Adam, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Great. Really it's an honor to have you with me here. I've been bugging you for a long time to get you on here. Finally was able to do it. No, so um, <laughs> this is this is great, man. This is uh, a real honor for me, especially because there's, you know, there's not a ton that I found of... Uh, you collect a lot of things, but Mickey Mantle is a big part of your your collection. You have, for me personally, the, the best Mickey Mantle collection I've ever seen. Obviously, you know, not everyone's on YouTube and so forth, but at least the oh, yeah. collections that I've seen, it's the best. So I just wanted to say I use your channel as a, a resource, like a learning resource, really. I, I go I go back. I mean, you know, a lot of people say that no one watches old YouTube videos, but I actually go back throughout through your like whole catalog of videos over the years and I'll I'll rewatch and like what did Dave say about this card like if I'm looking for something so I just want to thank you for years of content that I've been able to enjoy personally you know I appreciate that because I actually think some of my better stuff that I've done was when I first started YouTube I mean I had all these good ideas and thought people would want to learn stuff and see some interesting stuff and, you know, I had 50 to 100 views or so, and then you kind of move on. And next thing you know, those are two years down the line and nobody watched them. But uh, I really do appreciate that. Uh, uh, I love Mickey Mantle, love collecting them. And what, what I would say my probably my favorite of all your videos. Uh, I mentioned this on I think it was like a, an episode of uh, I did with Dylan Double D. Uh, where we were, I forget what we were talking about, but I mentioned this. Um, and I put a link to it in, in a previous video, but I'm going to do it again here because I want to bring it up again, which okay. is the video that you did about the set that you created with your dad. Sure. Uh, do you mind if we talk about that for a minute? I don't. That's another one of those. It was early on. Yeah. I think it was about like three, maybe four years ago, something like that. But you created a set with your dad uh, that is like a real set it's in the what's it with the standard catalog or what's that that, that course, bible that, it's, it's the first set under b right baseball, baseball yeah. and, and speaking of i have a card from that the set satchel, right here right satchel and even a graded a beckett graded mantle from that set <laughs> i got a funny story about, grade them? <laughs> i got a funny story about that mantle when we get to it but yeah uh i you know, I was obviously, this is 1978, 79. So I was quite young and my dad and I started getting into baseball cards. Actually, he did. I kind of followed everything he did, coin stamps or whatever. Yeah, let's start doing that in the mid 70s. So, and uh, yeah, in 1978, 79, uh, he decided I'm going to make this set. That's an extension of the uh, unimpressive 53 Bowman black and white where he was going to put in a bunch of superstars uh, to spice up that set. Cause it was just Stengel's Stengel's about the only interesting card in it. And uh, he was going to, it was just an interesting project. It was his project. I piggybacked along. I always said it's 90% him, 10% me, but uh, came up with this fantastic set and the process was really fun. And it is exactly a replication of the 53 Bowman black and white, uh, except for the, uh, it says baseball favorites on the bottom and the um, copyright of tops. We changed to something goofy off of Saturday night live. So it's really, really interesting, fun set. I'm going to, again, I'm going to put a link to that video of yours um, in the description of this, because uh, it's, I mean, it's got about, I don't know, 600 views or something like that, but it should have thousands in my opinion. I, I just, so I'm not going to ruin the ending and so forth, but uh, it, it's just, man, it's just one of the best videos I've ever watched as far as like sports card YouTube. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to show that set. Cause I happen to, we, I have it right here and, but I have every card in the, uh, in the set, except for the Jackie Robinson autograph. Now I didn't, my, my dad did. And uh, so uh, wow. <clears throat> Yeah, so yeah, the Robinsons not uh, all these others are autographed. Uh, Robinson, you know, died, but uh, your dad know. got all the he in person. He had, from different card shows. Oh, he got all those himself. Yeah. Wow, incredible. And uh, so I always wow. have trouble with these cameras. There's a mantle, just like your mantle. Best signature ever, right there. The man. Yeah. Wow, man. Look at I'll that. tell you a quick funny story about this set. Um, 
this what is this winter I was at work and I got a uh, first of all let me tell you about this set the reason this set was done was not to make money or to fool people into thinking that this is hey these are more 53 Bowman black and whites it was really just to uh, create some intrigue and some mystery this is in the late 70s so his idea was get this set create this set and send it out secretly to car promoter shows they don't know they all they know is they got 50 sets of this unknown set and see if people would get to talking about it and it did people got to talking about it and it was in publications with some good press and some bad press um but it was never a thing to make money with and i he never i mean he sold some to frank frisch who sold him out of his website he's a you know a, a god in, in the sports collecting but it was just a fun thing to create some intrigue, have a project, and it worked out fantastic. Jump ahead, um, and not many people know about it, and he never told anybody, anybody that he made that set. Nobody. Even even in the standard catalog, it says unknown, unknown where it came from. Um, I finally, when I made my video, I kind of let the cat out of the bag. My dad did it, and I was peripherally involved. But jump forward, listen to this. It was this winter, I'm at work and I get this text that says, uh, I got an autographed Mandel card I want you to look at because a fellow YouTuber says that it's yours. And he'd been at this old guy's, I don't want to name names, but he'd been at this old guy's uh, house, old time collector. And this guy had good stuff. He sent me photographs, good, 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 good stuff. And include on it was a bunch of mantle autograph cards, 65 mantle, other, other mantles. And in his collection, he had this super rare card, and it was the card you have right there. It was the mantle autographed. And he said, someone told me that that may be your card. And indeed it was. It was in this guy's collection from way back in the day. He says it was super rare. And I said, well, I don't know about super rare, but uh, uh, it, it was really interesting to find and the interesting thing on it is on the back, and I hadn't thought about this in 40 years, on some of those cards, my dad had gotten a rubber stamp that said test on it. And he uh, stamped test right on the back just to play with people, just for more intrigue and stuff. What? <laughs> and this old guy had an autographed mantle card that had the test stamp on it. Wow. And we only stamped not many, not many of those. I It completely blew me away i had forgotten about test stamp that we'd gone there just to fool with people and uh it was just a huge thrill uh, i thought about actually buying it back but you know i didn't see any sense and i didn't want to pay a lot of money for a card i made it didn't make sense well i'll, I'll mention because he made a video of this actually that's how i found out about your video originally uh james elite hunters actually was the, yeah. was the one and, and i'll him. mention because he he made that video which he talked about this in too yeah, so. I, I think now that you mentioned i did see the video but yeah that, so was, I, I, unbelievable. that was incredible unbelievable. yeah unbelievable so um we i got obviously more things i want to ask you but let's uh let's get rolling if you're ready let's go in um guys if this is your first three and three by any chance uh dave is gonna show us three of his favorite cards in his collection and then we're going to look at three cards on his want list. So, uh, Dave, whenever you're ready, let's see. Uh, let's see number one here. Okay. Um, everybody says this. I think that it's tough to pick favorites. And I thought about it for a long time, and it was just I, I'm not going to pick any favorites because I can't. So I'm just going to grab some cards that I thought would make at least interesting conversation. And uh, again, I have trouble with the video here, but uh, the first one is a 1933 Bluebird. Uh, Babe Ruth. Wow. Look at that. And uh, this is a, I don't know, what is it? Three and a half by five inch. And what the heck is Bluebird? And when I first showed this video or the, this card, I got it completely wrong. I thought people call it Bluebird Juice. And if you look it up on the internet, I'll say 33 uh, Bluebird Juice. Uh, Babe Ruth, but it's not Bluebird juice. I think they get that because it says, let's drink Bluebird more delicious than grape juice. Hmm. And it has that ad there where you can uh, send in 29 bottle caps and a buck something for a glove. Uh, or you can get a, a ball too. So 
Adam, you know, sorry about all that glare. So I started looking when we were going to do this. I looked this up and there's it, interestingly, it's not Bluebird juice. Bluebird was actually a, a soda pop um, and not juice. It came in a bottle with caps and hence those ads that say to send in some bottle caps. I had thought that this there is a Bluebird juice, I think still in existence or was. And I read all about it and about this immigrant from Italy who started off in Brooklyn and moved down to Florida and started this juice company. And I thought, oh, that's him. But subsequently, um, it appears that this was actually uh, a company in Massachusetts. Do you have those? Uh, I do. Give me a second yeah. here. I, I got the, it's, you sent me a couple really of pictures. It's confusing to me because I found an ad from a company in Massachusetts as well as a Coca-Cola company in uh, uh, Pennsylvania that are Bluebird Soda Pop. Yeah, here's the here's the York Coca-Cola bottling works. That's in Pennsylvania. And it's Bluebird Pop there. And if you read about it, it's got that same it's not mentioning Babe Ruth, but it's got the same ad about getting a glove for bottle tops and uh and sending it in and getting a glove or a ball. It's tough. I can't really read that there, but that is in Pennsylvania. So show the other one now. Yeah, give me a sec here. I'll pull up the other one. So this was this was in uh, I think Mile High Auctions, and this it's for a, a Bluebird soda bottle, some caps, and here's this here's another one of these advertisement. If you send in bottle caps uh, and whatnot, you can get a glove or a ball. But at the bottom of that, it says Massachusetts, uh, Massachusetts, not Massachusetts. It's some town in Massachusetts. Uh, a uh, or mass a y e r massachusetts yeah spring ginger ale company yep so i, I guess after all of this i don't know who the heck made this uh we have two different it would appear that it's this place in massachusetts but what about this ad from this coca-cola bottling works and uh so that's it's it's so funny that we know so little about a lot of pre-war cards now this particular card i'll hold it again you, you stay on there adam this particular issue was just discovered in 1994 no one knew about it before then there was a small horde of them found now there's this view this is called the front view and there's maybe 35 of them known or so and then there's a, a side view where he's swinging it, it, there's a 1926 um um exhibits card that has that same picture but anyway there's a side view of him swinging that is very very rare i i've seen a couple of them for sale in the past that i looked it up but this one is far more common and you recognize that pose that's from the uh, that's a charles conlon picture and it's on the 33 gowdy number 144 and then gowdy put out a premium in 1934 the r309 uh that's that same pose um that's like the photo when I was a kid growing up, like, yeah. you know, and anything Babe Ruth that was, I remember that picture being like all over the place, you know, Yeah, and on, on the 144, you know, this is all this guy's taken out and he's drawn mm -hmm. on a mound and on the Gaudi premium. Do you have a picture of those? Uh, that I can. Premium? Yeah. Give me a sec here. I'll pull those up here. Just give me a yeah. sec. Yeah. Again, that guy's cut out of it. Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, these Gaudi premiums were, I think, a send in for uh, if you send in wrappers, you could get the premium. I used to have the 309 Gaudi premium, but I don't anymore. It used to be so, so cheap slash affordable. Uh, but now it's uh, like anything else, Ruth, really expensive. Here we go. Let me pull yeah. this up here. Uh, let's see. Yeah, there it is. Is it right here? That's it. That, so that's from the, that came out in 34. You sent in your, uh, rappers from your 33 Gaudis and you got that in 1934 and sports king actually had uh, some premiums as well in 34 35 you sent in rappers from the sports king set and you could get a uh, uh, a picture like this those i'm not even sure they exist there's a johnny weissmiller you know sports kings had like eight different people for their premium they had a ruth supposedly uh and a Weissmiller. Only a Weissmiller has come about. None of the others have ever come about. Uh, I think a Ruth sold, but I'm not even sure if it is really. They're called R340s. They're, they're Sporting Kings premium. They essentially look just like this, but 
it's it's not clear if they really exist. But anyway, that's my uh, bluebird pop, I guess. It's not. And cheap. by the way, I, I don't want to let that pass. With uh, look, and those they're so rare that the grades like oh whatever you know the grade, but yeah. that was an eight, right? Yeah, that's yeah. There's so, there's, that's so there's crazy. It's my understanding that there are four eights and two eight point fives, and so it's one of the highest. It's 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 good. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's yeah, I would say it's good. <laughs> it's so. And what I really like the you know I like food. I'm food beverage. I really dig that. And I just love, you know, the back bluebird, you know, more delicious than grape juice. And you get a ball and a glove and uh, the backs of some of these are really interesting. I mean, it's a great picture, but the back is fantastic. And to your point, the, the whole idea of the mystery that we don't know everything, we, uh, you know, there's a lot just unknown. That that to me is so cool. I mean, just the idea yeah. that it, 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 this, about, this all of a sudden was discovered in 1994. Right. Is, there's a lot of good stuff out there. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Now, I'm not necessarily saying undiscovered stuff, but uh, there's a lot of people in Oklahoma and whatnot that have huge collections of crazy good stuff that, you know, we'll see someday, I guess. All right. Let's, uh, let's, move, let's move to number two of your favorites, if you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Right. Uh, the second one, and I've shown this before, but boy, I'm pleased it punches this. This is a 1910 uh, Orange Borders. Ty Cobb, and I, mm. I just. There we go. Wow, I've never seen that before. <laughs> so these were on a candy box on one side of a candy box uh, in 1910. It was the um, something like the American uh, Baseball and Candy and Jewelry Company, and it was on one side of their box. Um, supposedly, according to the box, there's 144 players, but I think so far only 30 different players have been found. And uh, on the other side of the box was either the uh, 1909 American League or National League champion teams. It's a team picture of uh, uh, Pittsburgh and Detroit. Pittsburgh, uh, I believe, ended up winning that. So somebody back in the day cut this uh, off a candy box. It's here's the you know, it's blank back because it's the other side. Um, this is, there's, PSA is only graded one of these. Wow. And SGC is graded six. Whew. Yeah. And, you know, you see them everyone. If you want an Orange Borders cards, I mean, you can look it up and you can find them. They tend to obviously be in crappy condition and you, you kind of want the Orange Border on it because uh, that's what it's called. But this one is, uh, it's in poor condition. And uh, why, why, I don't know. These hand-cut cards, I don't know why they get grades and whatnot, but there's no wrinkles or creases. It's in perfect condition. Um, it perfectly centered. <laughs> it's like, how yeah, is that? Whoever cut it out uh, yeah. did a good job of it. Yeah. I have uh, the Matthewson, too. I might as well show it because I had it here. This is uh, insane. Wow. Yeah, this is all his cards, he looks, they're so like majestic. All his oh, cards, what a like, pose, you know, crazy. Yep. what a pose. And wow. uh, actually on my want list, I could have put the Wagner. I think the Wagner has, uh, I think a portrait pose and a, a batting pose, I think. And I've been looking at that forever, but just so, you know, all these things you wait and wait and pretty soon you're priced out of it. But that's the orange border set. It's pretty interesting. I think, I assume it came with a box with some candy in it, maybe a little jewelry trinket, kind of like Cracker Jacks, but uh, no one really knows, but there are people, there are complete boxes that people have. Yeah. So that's, uh, uh, I, well, I really love, love those cards. <laughs> I mean, I really love those cards. I'm uh, starting to, too, just by, my, by looking at them. Two of my favorite. <laughs> Wait, let me ask you real quick. Some this I've been thinking about this. Like, what? Did, so, how many years would you say have you been like actively um, collecting? I know we, you know, we all take breaks here and there. Yeah. But like, how many years would you say total? Well, you know, we all do this. We all are eight years old, nine years old, and we're opening packs. Which yeah. I opened packs in uh, '69, big '69 through '72, and my favorite set of all time is the 1970 tops football. That's what I had all over my walls. Uh, 
and some early baseball too, but I don't really count that. I was as a kid buying baseball cards and putting them on, on the wall, but I started collecting with my dad in the seventies and mid seventies and early eighties. But yeah, I really did it on my own. He collected and I kind of just watched from afar and I collected my stuff and I did like everything else up through the early eighties, which is buying George Brett rookies and uh, Dale Murphy rookies and Eddie Murray rookies and not just rookies, but cards like that. I really enjoyed, but I, so I, I would say around that time is when I seriously got into it was, was the late seventies. I, I did take a break just like everybody else from, uh, Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, late, late eighties through mid nineties or so. Um, and you go through different phases of collecting. Sometimes you're all in and obsessed and, and consumed by it. And other times uh, you kind of lay back a, a little bit. Because um, it, it, that, that's what I wonder, like, because so many people have gotten either back into the hobby or some are just, you know, brand new to it over the last few years here. And I wonder, like, is there an, is there just a progression that just happens like where you're at now, where you're, you know, you're, you're uh, looking, you know, collecting these incredibly rare cards and, uh, because you've been doing it so long, do you think do you think more and more people as time goes on will kind of try will make their way back? Whether it's you know maybe they don't collect vintage now, but they'll go back and want to do the fifties and sixties, and then eventually, at some point, they'll be looking at some of these cards that like we've been looking at, even though there's not there's not well, enough of maybe. them to like satisfy it. But. I think so. I mean, yeah. you know, card collecting has been a thing now for eighty years. Vintage is here. It's it's you know and. People were saying Mickey, Ma Mickey Mantle was expensive in 1981. And old periodicals from the late 70s and early 80s were just talking about how card prices were going up. So I, I'm not saying that people become more sophisticated, but to be honest, some of these older cards are more expensive, although you can certainly get into fantastic type collections of any of these older cards uh, as long as you want to do a, you know, quote-unquote common player it's quite a, uh, affordable but you get older you get a little more sophisticated you've saved money you get kids out of the house uh yeah i, I mean i i people like buying modern cards um but i i don't but I, i'm old school and i can't even begin to predict what the collecting is going to be down the line but there's no way in hell uh, that someone's going to, as good as pitcher as Ron Guidry was, or, or Hersheiser, Kershaw, all these people, guess what? <laughs> They'll never be Christy Matthewson. They'll never be Sandy Koufax. They'll never be Bob Gibson. I don't care if they're better than those players. These people are enshrined right. and are forever legends. And Ron Guidry will never be a legend. Kershaw will never be a legend. It just doesn't happen that way anymore. It, you know, it doesn't. It was a different time. And uh, uh, even collectors that begin 30 years from now will know about these legends. Uh, and perhaps some of these other people will be remembered as great pitchers. But uh, I don't think they'll keep the value the way the vintage stuff does. Yeah, because I, I can even feel myself. I feel myself like looking at these cards, Christy Matheson and, and some of these old Babe Like, I don't have I don't have them in my collection. I haven't really focused because I've been so consumed with like 50s and 60s. But I definitely I can feel myself over time. You know, maybe it'll be five, 10 years from now. Um, I can see myself definitely moving <laughs> towards toward some of that stuff, you know. So I, I do think about may, that. May or may not. But here's the thing is, is cards from that era are, you know, they were produced for one reason, pr pretty much to sell a product, not to sell themselves. Now cards are sold to, to Tops makes cards to sell cards. Um, um, and they number cards to 10 to get you to buy more cards. And they number the same player. There's a reason that there's, you know, a thousand different Justin Herbert rookie cards out there is they want you to buy cards and, and, and be fixated on colors and rainbows and numbers and whatnot. But if you really look at it from afar, you're, you'll think shitload of rarity makes common. And cards back then are relatively rare and they are made for the purpose to sell a product. And uh, 
you don't have to have a lot of collectors interested in a certain issue from then to immediately have, you know, have the price go up because there's so few of them. You don't need a lot of people to want uh, this card to shoot the price up. Right. Because there's not, there's hardly any, any amount there. So. And by the way, before we go to number three, uh, guys, don't let Dave fool you here. He has an incredible collection of modern cards too. I've seen, I've seen your, uh, you, there was one video where you were you were like, oh, let me look what's in this safe. And you're pulling out like, oh, here's a Tom Brady refractor rookie. Here's a Mahomes. Here's a... It blew my mind because like I, I was like, I had no idea you had these cards. <laughs> I, well, just, I, I just kind of pegged you as like, yeah. you know, one I, I got into Mahomes because I'm a Chiefs yeah. guy and I got in them early. The only yeah. reason I have Brady cards is because my son likes Brady. <laughs> well, yeah. like, I wouldn't have any Brady cards, but it's for my son. But uh, I do have so I do some, I collect some modern cards, sure. All right. Well, Dave, I'm ready for number three. Uh, this is, if you could, a definition of my channel would be this one. And that's the 54 uh, Dandy uh, Mickey Mantle. Oof. Oof. Man. Look at that. Look at that thing. SGC7, the perfect grade for a mantle card. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a... I'm sorry. It's a, it's a beauty. And this card here is the first card. And, you know, I've reholdered it actually recently. And it, it was just frightening to send a card through the mail. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just scary. But uh, I, uh, this is the first card that I ever purchased off eBay a long wow. time ago. You, you got in there with a bang, getting that one as your first one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so... I don't know when it was. It was late nineties perhaps. And, uh, I didn't have an eBay account. So I told my dad, um, uh, I, th I think it was for auction. And I said, just win this card for me and, uh, you know, and I'll give you the money. And, uh, so he won it. And I made sure I was so proud of it. And, uh, he's such a mantle fan and a food beverage guy. And he didn't have that card. And uh, so I made sure that the, they sent it to his house so that he could have it for like six weeks and just hold it and have it in his collection before I came and got it in Kansas City. And uh, uh, yeah, I hold that one in, in high regard. It's just, it's like any else. I mean, I paid a fair amount of money on it, but nothing, you know, the, like the value now. And, and I know we get priced out of things, um, which is is too bad, but... I, some of these cards, you talk about it all the time that you can find really nice looking cards in, in lower condition and really save some significant am amount of money on it. And, it's, and that's really my thought on a lot of pre-war cards is the grade means nothing. And, and matter of fact, I would like a one or two that sound that looks really good. But, you know, going for mid and high grade cards and these pre wars is it's like nuts. But uh, I have the Briggs. Uh, let's see, yeah, the, the oh, Briggs. Yeah, Heat. yeah. If you want me to show like this the same image? Yeah, let's do this because this image is one of my favorite images of his, and it's on the Briggs Meat card. It's on the Dandy, and it's on the Stall Myers. Uh, just a young. Boy, I, I just I love that image. Um, Let me see. Uh, there we go. Yeah, look at that. So, so uh, yeah, what I have here is uh, I pulled up an image of the yeah. uh, the fifty three fifty four Briggs meets mantle, same image as yeah. as the uh, Dandy. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I think that that image interestingly came out in the Yankees nineteen fifty five players pack. It's that image, but that looks to me like a that that looks to me like a what i don't know a 50 51 picture to mm -hmm. me I, I don't know when it was taken you know but uh that's a real young mantle what's the hardest one to find uh because the the uh, stallmeyer has the same image right so between yeah. the dandy the briggs and the stallmeyer what's the what's the rarest or scarcest one would you say uh, briggs is a lot scarcer than the stallmeyer the stallmeyer is 53 54 55 and i think the 54s the least common of those. Um, yeah. but Briggs Mead is, I have that and, uh, it's, it's really tough, really tough. 
And is Dandy is Dandy uh, where does that fall in the three? Is that more common than the other uh, two? You know, I, th I think that it is probably more common than all of those. It was in potato chips, right? Uh, it has a little wax coating on it pr to protect the card somewhat. And it's my understanding that Dandy potato chips were out of uh, Ohio and Pennsylvania. Have you ever heard of Dandy potato chips or? No, I did. I just not just when I found out about the cards, <laughs> yeah. I had never heard of them. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, so you know, it's 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 a regional set, but I, we're going to talk about these regional stuff uh, in just a little bit when we look at another card, because more and more I'm wondering what the heck that means uh, with baseball cards in the '40s, '50s regional, because. Baseball was essentially regional. There wasn't any baseball, you know, uh, west of St. Louis. So everything was kind of regional as far as cards and products. But right. anyway, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, that, that that's one thing about you. When I go through, again, I probably watch your Mickey Mantle videos like 50 times. <laughs> but when, when you go through, I'm just amazed at like the condition, the condition of these cards that you have. It's like, that. that's the thing is you, you go to Dave's channel and you'll see cards that, that's the only place you'll see him, right? But then you'll see, you know, mantle cards that you've seen before. But he's you got him in in grades and conditions and eye appeal that you just don't see. I mean, you have the best, you have the best. Um uh I have this card, so I don't know why I can't think of the name right now. It is the uh, dog uh what's the dog food one? I know, <laughs> you know, the, the one that the blue, the one with the blue background. Oh, Red Heart. Red Heart. Oh, I love that. <laughs> little, I love little that brain locker. I love that card. The, I got three yeah, the best one I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's incredible. I agree. It is. It's the best one out there. Yeah. I sent it. SGC gave it a nine, and they wouldn't give it a nine point five. I tried to do it twice, but uh, and I, I'm not going to send it to PSA. I'd like it to be in a PSA. I would like my mantles to be in PSA holders. I just would rather that. But uh, at some point, it's not worth the uh, everything. The cost. Uh, you know, I, for for instance. This this card here, I would love to send it. I, I'm an SGC guy. I love SGC, especially if pre-war. But I'd like my mantles to be in, in PSA. But if I send that to them to try to cross, I'm not certainly not breaking it out of there and something happened to it. But if I send it to them to review to see if you'll cross it, they charge me whether they – if they cross it, they charge me. If they don't want to cross it, they charge me. That's – what incentive do they have to break it out? I mean, they have none. And you know? sadly, I just don't, I don't feel, I, I hate that I feel this way, but I don't feel like I'm going to get a fair shake when it's I in another either. company's life. You, you don't. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, everybody's trying to one-upsmanship. I mean, it's, it's a seven. It could be better, could, whatever. But it just, it's bothersome to me that it, they could just glance at it and take my $500, however much it would cost to uh, try to cross that without even really giving a hoot, you know? They'd give a hoot if it was $50 if they turned it down and it was $700 to go ahead and break it out and cross it. Then right. they would care. But if they right. charge you $750 to do it either way, enough they, about they're, that. They're totally incentivized not to crack it out and risk no. damaging the no. car. Like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> there you None go. of that. Yep. All right. Well, uh, Dave, let's get into um, – you sent me a list of three cards on your want list. So let me pull, pull it back up here. I mean, I got a big want list and a lot of my want list is we, we all have cards that are completely unreachable and some of these are bordering on unreachable, but um, th there's a chance. It's kind of like at a dumber dumber. So there, so there's a chance. Uh, and the first one's this, it's 1910 tip top bread, uh, Honus Wagner. And Ooh, that is look at that, that thing. Yeah. Look, it's a beautiful, it's that, Horner is the name of the uh, uh, photographer. It's the same T206 shot, and it's on a couple other issues, Sporting Life. There's several issues that have that, but that's such a majestic-looking card that is – that's a VG3, and that we'll put that into the unobtainable category. This is something that I would like to get in a, a nice-looking, authentic, mm -hmm. and if possible, a nice-looking one. But the popularity of this card has skyrocketed. And, and one, what do you say went recently? I don't know if it's REA, but it went for like $85,000. Well, it, this one here, I, I was jaw dropping when I started. This one actually sold May 11th, last month, 
it sold it, this is again SGC3 really nice looking copy too at $156,000 okay so you can see how that's a wish list and then i would like an authentic sure sure i mean and i people what's authentic that means uh, trimmed and i don't care as long as it says authentic on it right. and it doesn't have you know someone wrote on mustaches and what like that uh that sometime at some point i i, I don't care it's it's a fantastic card that i'd love to have but yeah it have to be an authentic so this said it's it, tip top bread tip top bread go, it's a kind of a ward baking company some of these bread issues are interesting they started in the mid 1800s and this set is a set of 25 cards that was done to celebrate in the 1909 world series champs the pittsburgh pirates so all of these cards are pirates in the in the 25 card set i think there's a few that are non-players and it was kind of a, a one-off for that. But Tip Top Bread's been around, and they continue to make cards, both non-sport cards as well as sporting cards and bread labels and, and all sorts of interesting stuff. Um, I, it's my understanding that the, the bread company, they, they were out of Brooklyn and the Bronx and Pittsburgh. And uh, uh, it's pretty interesting-looking card. I, I want to say that Andrew... Enough said cards uh, has one. Um, wow. I'm not positive. I'm not positive. I can't imagine there's too many of the, these out there. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't. I tend not to look at population of cards, but uh, right. I don't think that there's probably a, a lot. And it's clearly completely. It's funny how certain cards, how cards just all of a sudden they take off. Yeah. Uh, and this is one of them. Well, this would be like, all right, you, you can't get your hands on a, on a T206 Wagner. So this would be kind of like a consolation prize, I guess. So uh, Of sorts, yeah, I guess so. It's, it's, a, it's the same image, but uh, it's starting to get into that stratosphere. But uh, it can still be on my wish list. Got it. Yeah. All right. Let's go uh, number two. Uh, we got – this is a, another incredible one. So we got a 19 – 10 e98 set of the cool cool name set of 30. yeah let's pull that up all right here's oh and, and you are looking for you're looking for the orange correct yeah um so you know like like it says there's 30 cards in the set uh and they come in four different colors red orange blue and kind of this light green and nice authentic one yeah and so you know this is the it's called the e98 e mean is a designation for candy but i no one really knows if it was indeed a candy card it's presumed it was because that image is is also seen on a couple different candy issues the e94 and uh, the, the e97 which i think is briggs candy same type image i'm sure it was a candy image but Nobody knows anything about it. It's it's called unknown because nobody knows who made it, who distributed it. Um, and uh, that E98 were very, very rare, but it, it, more surface with that, what was that, 2012, the Black Swamp find, where all of those pristine or close to pristine E98 cards were found in the, in the attic of that family. Um, it's really interesting. I suppose there's over a thousand of them and they're very high grade. But interestingly, out of all the thousand different E98s that were found, there was only one Matthewson in that entire find. Wow. Uh, and it was a red one. Um, so. You have, you uh, said you had the, uh, you already have the uh, blue and the green. I do. Okay. I'll show that. I had, see, I, I, the reason I started this is I get, I did the Ty Cobb run. I, I got all the colors of the Ty Cobb years ago, and I just love looking at it. It's fantastic. So I decided several years ago, I don't know how many years ago, I would do the uh, Matthewson. So here's the blue. Man, the color on those is incredible. Yeah, it's good. And, and, you know, it's a two because it's got two corners, you know. And uh, here's... The, the green one nice huh so you know i would like to get uh on my wish list is uh 
next is the orange. I'll take the orange or the red and I would take them in a grade. Uh, I don't want authentic on those. I'd like a grade, you know, one or two or three or, and I've seen, I've been waiting and waiting. Uh, it's been a couple of years since, and I just, they don't come up. They just don't come up. And I, but I don't want one that's too creased up. Uh, I want one kind of like those that just looks good, but has, you know, one and two corners. So, um, do you now do do you when you have like a you have I'm sure like a watch list set up on eBay and so forth, but most of these cards, if they pop up, it's probably going to be through like a REA or something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. I I really watch all the auctions like a hawk, and there's more about the than I keep saying I'm going to make an auction video, and I eventually will. But there are so many auction houses out there uh, that. Uh, Sometimes you find these things in, in an auction house you didn't even know about. Um, right. I mean, there's dozens and dozens and dozens of auction houses. So, yeah, but, I mean, they, they, those show up on eBay, too. Uh, but Matthewson's is, is pretty rare, I think, even, even as compared to Cobb. You know, just not many. And the last one, uh, the last orange that came up, I think an orange authentic is actually in... PWC. No, it's in REA. I think, I think there's an orange authentic and it looks really nice, but uh, I'd rather have a, a one, I think, than an authentic for that card. Cause it's not completely out of reach, but yeah, the E98s black swamp find. I told you after the uh, Wagner tip top bread, oh, yeah, that yeah. I was going to open something, a package that Ooh. I get to open. The first mail day on three and yeah. three here. Yeah. <laughs> So, and I'm pretty excited about this. And this is really interesting. Let me ask you this. And I'm not trying to put you on the spot. I get put on spot all the time and I don't know stuff. But what do you consider like a Jackie Robinson rookie card? The uh, 40, I, I consider the 49 leaf. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, and some people consider the Bond Bread portrait card that came out. So, so the leaf came out in like 49. So, but Bond bread came out in 47. So why isn't that his rookie card? Well, they say, cause it's, it's a regional card, but I, you know, Bond bread, it came out in a lot of cities. Uh, and again, not, none of them West of, um, uh, St. Louis, but do you know where leaf and Gaudi? I thought I started thinking, well, these are regional cards, right? Because they say that because they're only released in so many cities, primarily East Coast and whatnot. But I have no idea where Leaf was distributed. Was it distributed in Denver, Colorado, or Sacramento? And what about Forty Nine Bowmans or Forty Eight Bowmans? Where where were they released? Could you get them in Albuquerque? I have no idea. Do you? And if you have no idea, I know I have you know, no I, idea. I, you know, no reason why I would have any idea. But I started thinking about that, thinking, well, I don't even know where. You know, with these others, definitely nationwide. And why can't Bond Bread be a rookie? With that being said, 1948 is Yogi Berra's uh, rookie, Bowman, his rookie card. Not so fast. Oh. This is fantastic. And I'm looking at it for the first time. This is great. This is awesome. This is the 1947 Tip Top Bread Yogi Berra. Ooh. Yeah, these were uh, in tip-top bread, in the bread. It's a set of like 163 cards. Uh, I think 11 different teams were represented. Uh, Bear is the big one. Spawn, um, Rizzuto. I think there's actually a Wag Wagner coaching. But wow, uh, that is that thing is awesome. Yeah. By the way, I was going to say this. I, I when I saw it, I was thinking, did I see that recently in an auction I was looking at? And you may yeah, have. I, I think I did. And I remember, I remember thinking like, wow, that thing's rare. I, like I've I never seen it before that in that auction. And you must, <laughs> you were the one, man. Yeah, I, uh... And I don't remember as far as pricing. I just do remember thinking oh. like, wow, someone's gonna get a steal on that because. I feel like it's going uh, it's going a little overlooked there in that auction and good move by you. I don't know if it went over, dude. I paid out the no. <laughs> paid out the ass. 
Well, for what it is, though, but I mean, listen, I, I have to be honest with myself. I, you know, I'm, I love the food and bre- beverage stuff, 40s and 50s. And I just love that stuff. And you just don't see this. I mean, you don't see it. And it's just in such fantastic condition. Uh, let's see what it says. Enriched tip-top better bread. There are 15 photos of your favorite baseball players in this club group. Yeah, so it's my understanding that, I guess you can do the math, but I think they did 11, team, 11 teams that had 15 players per team. A couple teams just had 14. And so those were the regions. There was a, a New York region. There's, you know, St. Louis. And so obviously this one did not come out in St. Louis or Pittsburgh or whatnot. So it's considered a regional card. But, you know, 1947, a year before Bowman came out, Tip Top Bread put a had this fantastic America. Good look there. I mean, and, and but to your point, whether it's what the rookie dis, rookie card discussion or, or whatever you want to call it, I'll just say this: would I would I rather have a a, a bond bread Jackie than a forty nine leaf? I would, yes. Uh, and would I rather have that card than the you know the 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 forty what do you say forty eight Bowman rookie? Yes, I would. <laughs> so yeah, it's, whether it's, whether, it's, whether it's, one's a rookie cool. or not, I know which one I'd rather have. Yeah, it's super. I don't. I don't understand it either. But I mean, they say the forty-nine leaf or forty whatever forty-nine leaf is the rookie card for uh, you know Page and for Robinson. But you know, forty-nine Bowman came out like two months later. Why isn't that considered the rookie card? It was two months later, the same year. Right. Whereas nowadays, every card in the year is their rookie issue. Just because you came out with it first, you make sure you're rookie. That doesn't really make sense. And sometimes. I don't know why this is, wouldn't be his uh, rookie card, but I've made the argument before on why regional cards shouldn't be considered their their rookie cards. But, yep. So that's it. I'm wow. I'm really happy about that. What a mail day right there! I feel oh, honored to be part of that mail day with you, Dave. I mean, that is, that, um, man, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I would saved say it. I saved it. I saved it because I knew <laughs> it was you. Come on. I, I know you were saving that because you wanted to do it on here. Yeah. So man, thank you so yeah. much. Congrats. Congrats yeah. on that pickup. All right. So we got, we got one more left. Now you can, we can start talking about, I, I'm going to try to find a picture, but, but it's the 1950s mascot dog food, Mickey Mantle. And you'd be looking for this basically in any low grade that comes up because you, you said it was just recently discovered in 2018. They just found out about it basically. Yeah, if you look in the uh, standard catalog for vintage baseball cards, mascot dog food is in there, and there's one card, a Richie Ashburn. So that it's been known that that the, that these cards uh, existed, but no, but there was no checklist. Nobody knew how many players or whatnot. So uh, I think I I think I found it here. Uh, maybe is this the right one? Yeah, that's it. This one sold. This one sold in 2020 for eighty-two thousand, and it's a PSA five. Yeah. Uh, it sold in Mile High, Mile High auctions. Yeah. So, wow. a lot of news came out when this when this mantle uh, 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 a pinhole uh, Beckett one came out. Actually, this guy, I think he got it at a flea market, and nobody knew if it was real or not. And there was all sorts of articles on it. And he put it up for auction. He went, nobody would grade it. SGC, PSA wouldn't grade it, but Beckett graded it. They graded it one because it had a pinhole. So he put it up for auction in, in Wheatland. And I really, as you can imagine, a one-on-one mantle. I wanted that badly. Hmm. Uh, and it, I'll be honest, it went for like $23,000, which is, let, that's a stupid amount of money. But for a one-on-one mantle for that beautiful card, I think I, I would have paid it, but I was, completely freaked out about was it real or not uh but it ends up it is real because another one surfaced and that's that one um and i think uh i think there's four mantles known i think that there's a couple uh people that have complete sets of that i'm I'm not sure how many 11 maybe 11 cards in the set but yeah mascot dog food um it was obviously some sort of a, on the back, it, it says it's another, just like most other food issues, there was a, a giveaway to be in their club and whatnot. And you get this card, but I've held that card in my hand. I was in Dallas card show last year in May 
and that Beckett won, I walked right in there and I turned around. There's some Stallmeyer. That case immediately got my attention because there's old mantles. And that card was in there. And I made him uh, get it out so I could hold it and someone could take my picture holding it. <laughs> it's a pretty big card. It's it's bigger than a regular issue card. It's more like a postcard. Uh, and it's got that that same image that's on that 51 Wheaties premium. Just yes. that young, you know, 1951 mantle. And it just, it's food, it's beverage, it's dog food. And I would love to have that. Uh, it, it, this is a wish list that will probably no chance of coming to fruition unless there'd be a, a mini horde of some sort. But uh, there's other good players in it. Uh, there's a nice Barra that has the same image as the uh, 1950 Bowman. Uh, uh, so it's, I love stuff like that. It, 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 it popped. I saw it, but I didn't believe it. So I didn't go for it. Now it'll probably be, it's, it still can be a wish list. It's not a want list. It's more of a wish list thing. But, uh, and, and to think that, that who knows, maybe something else, maybe, you know, in a few years or tomorrow, someone, some other find happens where they find something else that we did, never knew about. You know, it's just, it's cool that those things keep happening. Even, you know, 2018, it wasn't that long, long yeah, ago. Isn't that crazy? In a, yeah. in a flea market. Wow. Holy moly. Golly. I, I have I have a 19 I think it's a 1979 card TCMA with that image and uh, I think that's as close as I'll get to that. Yeah, it's really interesting. So that image was on I know it was in the um, Wheaties 1951 Wheaties premium that you sent away for. And interestingly, that same image is part of you know how teams have those photo packs where um, yeah. you, you got a pack, you went to the ballpark and got a pack of all the players. Well, that same image was in for, for some reason, the 1960, I believe Yankees action pack. Uh, why that would be, why they would put a 1951 image of Mantle and a 1960 Yankees product. I don't know, but uh, uh, it's a great image and it's a cool card. What's it say to my, for my pals or I can't even remember. Yeah, it says uh, my mascot. Who my mascot? Mickey Mantle. Yeah, Mickey Mantle, and uh, <laughs> it's a great story. That's what I like. This, this is a a story that, uh, um, like Junk Wax Hero should do about uh, that fine because that's just insane. Uh, and I just you hear that, that, Mike. Mike, get on it. I held the card, and that maybe that's probably the closest I'll get to it. But uh, and you ha you have the picture. You got the picture. You holding it? You know, I think Mike. <laughs> took the picture baseball collector but i could have sworn i had him take a picture or maybe yeah but i i don't have the picture mike if you're out there and you have it i need that i need that picture of me with that you mentioned mike baseball collector i know you you said you're going to the national this year yeah oh yeah well and this will be my first one yeah. um will you will you be making an appearance at the thursday night get together oh yeah i, I text mike last night when is it it's, it's a thursday so uh yeah, that's so. It's that's always fun. Um, meet and greet. The, my problem is, is I am terrible with names, and I hate to be offensive to people. So I always tell people, come up to me and say hi, because I, I for some reason, I'm a absolute moron with remembering names. I don't know if I freeze up or I just it's not in my brain to remember brain uh, names. But uh, uh, I'll do my best. But it's always fun sitting down with people and, and chatting. I'm bringing my son. I always bring him because for me, the national is, it's not so much about buying cards, to be honest with you. Uh, it's, it's more about seeing the cards and seeing museum cards. Cause you know, all the, all the big auction houses will have out their cards. They're going to have in their summer and fall auctions and uh, less about, uh, having a want list. I never have a want list. If I see something that's, that's, uh, ripe for the picking, uh, I'll, I'll buy it. But I don't, I typically don't buy very much stuff at the national. It's going to be strange for me because over the last two years or so I've, I've like this met so many people yeah. that I haven't met in person that it's going to be very strange to meet that many people for the first time at once that I feel like I'm already like friends with, you know, yeah. it's, it's yeah. going to be a weird it's thing, but cool. there's, a, there's a lot of hugs and high fives and uh, 
it's it's pretty cool actually i mean i just really look forward to you know seeing eric and um andy and josh and everybody i'll be anxious to see you i'm just so i give hugs so just warning you right now i'm ready i'm ready for a hug Dave. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm bringing I'm a uh you've already said you're going to trade me your red heart mantle i'm going to bring you a tom brady rookie we're going to make a nice little trade at the national are we good on that or no, mm. no, no. guy did Fair you ever enough. see that video I made of the Red Heart Mantles uh, where I showed up for them? Yeah. Yeah. I That's go back a, and watch that every once in a while because it just makes me happy. <laughs> I don't want to get taken off of YouTube, but I call that mantle porn right there. That's that's what I call that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blue jacket mantle porn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we're approaching the hour mark. Dave, one oh, yeah. last thing. You mentioned Andrew Nuff said cards. I'm familiar yeah. with that channel. Can you throw out another channel or, yeah. or two that you know, maybe someone that you know, I, I don't know, maybe I haven't three more guys. Do you know uh, uh, Rick, Vintage Oddball Cards? Yes. Yep. I know Rick. Yeah. And I think uh, someone had recently mentioned uh, Jay Staudelmeyer one, Josh. Yep. He's, a, yep. he's a big Babe Ruth guy. Uh, uh, Rick has, you know, all those guys have great collections and Rick has a lot of great photographs and Andrew is really big. And he actually is is uh, more knowledgeable than I am in pre-war for sure. Probably Rick is too. But, uh, you know, and uh, Andrew has a lot of really cool postcards and uh, 19th century stuff. And um, they'd be really, they'd see some really interesting stuff with them for sure. Yeah. And two guys have never, you know, had a chance to talk with. So those would be great ones to have on there. <laughs> there it is. One more time. Let me, I can't, let me when I, you know, when I get cards like this, it, I just go to this complete happy place. You just don't see this very often. And it's bread. Come on. It's in bread. I remember seeing I that in the, on, have, on the auction. Mom, I was go watching, to the store. I I'm going to get some bread. I want to, I want to get a, in a, another card. And it, it's in great shape. And I remember seeing like in the auction, it said like uh, population one of five or something crazy like that. And I just remember looking at that like, what? Yeah, Man. I don't know. I don't know. That's awesome. It's, it's pretty cool. But well, uh, yeah. Adam, Dave, hey, one more thing before we go. I got something for you. My, I call him the uh, food and beverage god, Brian Paul, Brian Powell. Old collector with a fantastic, he, he knows everything about food and beverage. So whenever I talk about food and beverage cards and I get on YouTube and I make a video, I always cringe a little knowing that Brian's going to see it because I know that he could eas easily, his knowledge is just beyond. So I feel like, I hope Brian isn't seeing this because here I'm making this food and beverage video and uh, he knows, I know infinitesimal amount what he does. And he always emails me that he saw the video and, uh, He's just so such a polite man. Um, but he did this book it, called Never Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh, and I've mentioned this before and promoted it before. And what it is, I, I don't know how many pages this book is, but it's it's on a disc that you got to play on a CD-ROM. And then the book's on that, along with all the beautiful pictures and photography and fantastic stories. Um Unfortunately, it's not a book. You, you got to like for my MacBook, I have I have a little separate like CD drive. Do you have anything like that? Yes. And it's funny because I, I, I heard you mention that book before on your channel. And I went looking for because I, I wanted to ultimately get like, you know, something yeah. physical. But the only thing I could find was, yeah, it was like an Amazon download. Yeah. Well, that I'm I sending it to you. That's why. No. I wanted to really? I'm, yeah. You just text me your address. I'll send it. I got several copies because I'm so. Oh, Such man. a big fan of Brian Powell. And the man, I mean, he has he had like the PSA 7 uh, 54 Stallmeyer. And, and this Jello box is the only known mantle. I think 62 Jello box. He has it. He's just, he's such a sweet, polite man. And he's so nice to me when he could, you know, me, when Junk Wax Hero says something uh, about a, a card and it's not quite right. And I, I leave comments I can, <laughs> and I'm not sweet, but Brian can correct me all day long, but he does it in a complimentary way. He's a fantastic man, but this is really entertaining and educational. So I will send that, uh, at, just text me your address and I'm a little bit of a procrastinator, but I do have it out and I can send it out. 
this week for you to plug and play at your discretion. It's really, really fun. You learn Dave, a lot too. Thank you. Man. I, that means a lot to me. I mean, yeah. thank you so yeah. much. That's uh, it's. I feel like that book's going to cost me a lot of money, but I'm okay with that. Okay, I'm. I'm. Uh, I've, I've, that's a book I've wanted a long time. I, like I said, I can't. I couldn't find it online. So this it's is great. Awkward, thank awkward you. scrolling, reading something online, kind of old school, and he wishes that he would have done it in a the old paper book, but he didn't. And uh, he's regretted it. And this this thing should have sold thousands and hundreds of thousands. But so I try to be a proponent of it because it's fantastic. I'll send it out to you. All right, Dave. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, thanks for watching. And if I, I thought everyone knew about your channel, but I, I have met some people or you know online and so forth in different circles that don't know your okay. channel, Blue Jacket sixty yeah. six. And I'm like, why? What are you doing? Do you like cards? If you like cards. Why are you not subscribed to Blue Jacket 66? So I'll say it again. If you if you like seeing stuff that you never see and someone who actually knows what they're talking about, <laughs> then get on there. Get on Dave's channel. And you can uh, uh, message me on Instagram. Too. Yeah, you're on Instagram. I don't post very often on Instagram, but I get messages all the time. I'm happy to try to help. I need a lot of help, too. So happy to help other people. Well, Dave, thank you again, man. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. It's going to be great. See you at the National. I'll talk to you soon. Text you me your address. Will do. Thank you. Okay.